everybody. Welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number 11. I am your host, Josh, sitting here with Patrick. Hey there, everybody. And then uh, there's no Greg and there's no Tom. It's uh, a skeleton cast tonight. Uh, we, are, we, we are alive and well. We uh, just haven't been doing this for uh, like a little while. We well, we've been, we've been busy. We shot a couple... Well, we did. We shot another short since yeah. the last time we met. Yeah, we smashed um, another one in there. And uh, so we've been a little busy. Yeah, but it's been uh, busy's been good. Uh, we, as uh, so Patrick said, we shot a short in between casting, and Patrick's been editing on Ghost Hunters, which is going well. Yes, it's going well, but going slow. Yeah, so. The, the the life and the uh, film and the work and the things have been going on. So, um, so yeah, it's been a little bit of a break, but it's nice to get back on the mic and, and, and chat a little bit about uh, what we've been what we've been watching, what we've been seeing, and then our uh, our film for the night. So it is I was really hoping to do a group, a big group uh, podcast for this film. Because I was such a fan of it, but um, see how long we can go with the two of us. Well, as we were talking, it, you know, we had two movies picked out. Yeah. And it was between Split and Get, Get out. out. Yeah. And because Split is similar to other M. Night Shyamalan movies in a way. Yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I thought Get Out was so extremely unique. Yeah. Uh, in the process and the way it was made, everything else. I thought that was probably more suited for the big group yeah, yeah, yeah. to talk uh, yeah, about for sure. that one. So For sure. So uh, do you want to go, Patrick, and talk a little bit about, you've been watching anything? Let's see, have I been watching anything? Uh, no, not really. I have not been. I did catch a documentary, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's called, uh, uh, I think it's called Making John Bonet. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about, um, yeah. It's on Netflix, it's, and it's really kind of an interesting twist because they take local actors from Colorado who are essentially auditioning for a dramatization of the John Benet Ramsey family, everything yeah. that happened during that time, Yeah, and getting their take on what happened. So they're auditioning to play characters. Right. So there's people auditioning to play Jean Benet, to play the parents, to play yeah, the brother, yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah. And then the actors themselves give their take on what happened. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's really <laughs> it's kind, kind of, of weird because uh, you have some really incredibly intelligent, intellectual actors doing some of the stuff. And then you have some people that are just flakes. Yeah. You know, that are giving their input on it. And it, it, it was just a really, really interesting uh, documentary uh, with that. Um, but other than that, the only things I've been seeing is, you know, my granddaughter was in town uh, for a, a weekend or so. So I got to see like Moana 12 yeah. or 25 times. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It all just kind of yeah fed into each other. I got you. Other than that, you know, I just catch my half hour Hulu stuff yep. here and there. Uh, and, uh, uh, so nothing like really jumping out except that John Bonet piece. Gotcha. Um, so I did this. So we are supposed to do this trailer shoot uh, for a, a feature film that we have called Devil's Den that fell through the cracks, you know, because that happens. So, but leading up to that, I have been watching 
kind of films that would inspire that a little bit. They're along a lot along the lines of Devil's Den, and I was trying to get some like ideas and some aesthetic ideas. So I watched. Uh, have you seen the Wolf Creek movies? I don't believe um, I have. Yeah, Wolf Creek. It's on. Netflix. Okay. Um, you should check them out because they're a lot of fun. Um, they're also based off of like a uh, a uh, kind of a, a a case that happened in Australia. Um, so it's kind of like Texas Chainsaw in, in a way. It's like they're based off like live or actual events. Okay. Um, but they're a lot of fun. Uh, Wolf Creek one and two, both on Netflix. Uh, so I checked both those out, and then I've been watching a lot of uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, because I really feel like, and you've read Devil's Den, kind of, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You've read through that. So yeah. it, it, it has that feel to it a lot for me. So uh, I've been watching a lot of that and special features and just crazy amount of of that that I had sitting at my house. I haven't watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a really long time, and I drug that out. The other day, and uh, was just like, you forget, you forget, you watch these remakes, and then you go back and watch the originals, and you're just like, it doesn't even, unless the original the remake had Jessica Biel in it, so we can't really compare those anyway. But I don't know, they just they just hold up, and they're, they're, it was a lot of fun to go back and, and visit those. And then uh, I started watching uh, the Alien. I bought the the quadrilogy. I pulled the trigger and bought that. So I started watching uh, through those uh, because Alien Covenant comes out Friday. That's correct. And I'm trying to catch up <clears throat> because I have not seen those in a really long time right. either. Now, so have you seen Prometheus? I did see Prometheus a long time ago. Okay. Um, Are you going to try to catch that one before? I might. I don't. I definitely am not going to get to Covenant by Friday. Okay. Um, based off of where I'm at <laughs> and watching the series, there's no way I'm getting All there. Right. But I will within the week I'm hoping so uh, because Guardians of the Galaxy is on my plate as well because uh, my brother's in town and he wants to go see Guardians of the Galaxy too so I'm going to go even though I didn't like the first one best thing about that movie is the soundtrack I thought so uh, but I told him I'd go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and then Alien Covenant will follow right that now you mentioned so. Guardians of the Galaxy I did see that this last weekend Okay, yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of Marvel movies. I love Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not a huge fan of Marvel movies. I'm not a huge fan of comic book movies right, in general. Right. And uh, while I didn't feel it was as good as the first one, it was still highly entertaining. So, yeah. Um, and I, I've got something to admit to you because you talked about what you've been watching. Oh. And you mentioned the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I have never seen any of the. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Any of movies. them? None. Okay, those will be... I would drop them off on All your right. doorstep All right. tomorrow. All right. Um, catch them. There's... Uh, <clears throat> uh, obviously, Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just like... the Knowing the knowing what you know about how they shot that movie, it's crazy they got that movie done. Okay. So, I mean, they... St- it's indie, low-budget, no, no-budget film. Just getting a bunch of people together and going out and... Just like every indie filmmaker is doing now, just going right. out and shooting and getting done what you can get done and shooting in 110 degree heat in Texas and dying and just the stories. I'll give you I'll give you the movie and then watch the special features because 
just the way they made that movie was okay. the fact they got it done was crazy. All right. So that will be dropped off on your doorstep. Now, do you even have the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey? I think was in one so, of the remakes. So, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, I okay. do not have. Well, because they stopped distributing that yeah. one. I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, 3 on VHS back when I was like, when I shouldn't have been watching those movies. So, um, but I have not seen those yeah. in uh, forever. So yeah, that, that one would happen to be on a list of uh, movies that production companies never want you to see. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey did. Cause it was Matthew McConaughey and <laughs> Renee Zellweger was, but we're both. That's it. correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think there was a new release of that that ever came out, but I have Texas, I have Toby Hoover's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then I have the remake and I have Texas Chainsaw and um, uh, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. So I have, four at least at home at home um and because uh leatherface is coming out this year also right so that's not i mean i'm a, a big fan of uh those movies so well I, I just know it's an iconic movie yeah and it's just one of those i've never seen yeah i will so. i will get that to you all right excellent um so now we've gone through our uh short list of films that we watched we can uh knock out our feature sounds good since we don't have a topic and you know we're just getting back into when you don't podcast for like five four five however many weeks oh it's been longer than that yeah it's really hard to like slide back into it you think you you just turn on the mic and like you can just here we go and it's like there's a rhythm and it's hard to like get back into that rhythm of podcasting so i promise hopefully we just like get back on our podcasting schedule and and you know stick to our meetings and 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 go hopefully so because I've been Jones in the podcast now for like I, I remember sending out messages going guys please yeah. just yeah uh, it's like I gotta we gotta we gotta knock one out yeah so um yeah gonna be back on the mic uh so our feature <coughs> film Patrick hey our feature film is a movie that was released uh this year um. Called Split. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it was uh, M. Night Shyamalan returning to some of his roots yeah. there. So let me give you the breakdown on Split. While the mental divisions of those who disassociate with disassociative identity disorder have long fascinated and eluded science, it is believed that some can also manifest unique physical attributes for each personality, a cognitive and psychological prism with a single within a single beam. Though Kevin has evidenced 23 personalities to his trusted psychiatrist, there remains one still submerged who is set to materialize and dominate all the others. Compelled to abduct three teenage girls, led by the willful observant Casey, Kevin reaches a war for... Let me reread that. Kevin reaches a war for survival among all those who contained him with contained within him. I am having trouble reading tonight. Yes, I don't right. know what the deal is. You know, I almost want to start over and edit all of that out. So, uh, Kevin reaches a war for survival among all of those contained within him, as well as everyone around him, as the walls between his compartments shatter apart. We got through it. Oh my lord, what <laughs> is, is up with that? Uh, on uh, let's see, Rotten Tomatoes gave it seventy-five with an audience score of seventy-nine percent, while IMDb 
gave it 7.4 stars, and the Metascore ended up being 62. So, all-around popularity, good. Yeah, it was... For this movie. I saw Split in theaters <laughs> three times, and I never go... <clears throat> the, to that. There's never a movie that I feel like I've see, I, I see that I, I, I feel like I have to keep going back. The only other movie that I've seen like that that I wish I would have gone back and seen at least once more was Get Out. Right. Um, and I just dropped the ball on that one. Um, initial thoughts. Um, initial thoughts for me is it's unfortunate that movies like this are not considered for Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. Because to me... James McAvoy knocked it out of the park yep. on this one. And overall, as a movie, I was 98% satisfied with this. Just jacked at the end of the movie. There was yeah. a little bit that I kind of went, mm. But overall, once again, M. Night Shyamalan getting back to the roots of not knowing what's going to happen next. James McAvoy... Playing the split personalities yeah. so incredibly well, uh, and then the the supporting uh, the, the supporting actress, the the female lead, uh, yeah, Anya Taylor yeah. Joy, uh, who was from The Witch, right? Um, I felt was just I, I don't want to say she underplayed it because she didn't. It was subtle. Her performance to me was extremely subtle and effective and moving. And I don't want to leave out Betty Buckley. Yeah. Because for me, Betty Buckley has kind of been a... She's a staple in the acting community. Yeah. That everything I've seen her do is kind of the same, kind of the same, kind of the same. But knowing her age and knowing the content of this movie, I thought she was amazing in this. So when you take those three actors, put them all together, this was an extremely solid movie. Yeah. Let's talk about the... uh. Let's talk about that 2%. Right. Well, I don't know that I can talk about the 2% without giving much away. To me, it was about the manifestation of the 24th uh, personality. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, In the way that it was portrayed. But I don't know if that comes back to the, do we say, comic book style of this movie. Okay, so you're talking about the 24th personality. Okay, so are you talking about the idea that they can become what they feel like they, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yes, you're talking about having an issue with that. It was the physical transformation that, okay. bo- that bothered me. Okay. It wasn't the mental transformation. It was the physical transformation. Okay. And I, I can't say it without giving yeah. it away. Well, okay. So let's flip it out long enough to where we can just, I mean, drop it. I think. Are you sure? I feel like it because it, it played in theater for what, like right. seven, eight, nine weeks? I mean, it, it plays in, here it for a while. for a long time. And it's been out on Blu-ray DVD for three or four weeks at the point now, too. So we're talking, what, three months? Three okay. months? Three months? It's, it's, You've had a chance to see Split now for three months? He, the 24th character took over. The 24th persona yes. took him over. Yeah. Uh, took over his body, but it wasn't just a mental manifestation it was a physical manifestation in which his body changed yes and he had abilities that he would not be able to have if he wasn't like a superhero so to speak yeah and 
he was doing things that are physically impossible for, with, for, with, for a human to do. With the climbing of the wall and exactly. the, 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 the bars. Okay, I was trying yeah. not to say that, but Fuck yes. It. I okay. just dropped it. <laughs> well, okay, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm blaming it on Josh. Yeah, now. it's fine. So uh, I didn't mind the bending of the bars because we know that people are able to have superhuman strength. Yes. They were able to lift cars to save their loved ones. They were yes. able to do that. But the climbing of the walls, it was like Spider-Man all yeah. of a sudden. It wasn't like he was grabbing he, onto cliff parts and climbing yeah. up. It was actually him just climbing up the side of a wall and kind of hanging off of it. Yeah. No, I, I can, so I can get that. Um, it was the, the idea that they believe like they, they are what they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and M night Shyamalan got that from, so there's a case. I was looking it up again really quick back in 1955. That was the very first, a uh, person that was diagnosed with this was dissociative disorder. Right. Okay. Right. Um, and he, again, it was the belief that he, if he believed he could do something or he had a personality that believed that they could do something, that they could do it. And Cheyenne, I think, uh, M. Night Shyamalan based his main character or James McAvoy's character off of that. I think first, person ever diagnosed I like watching James McAvoy transition from character to character oh my god um, there was yeah. one point at the movie where he played I think f- eight nine ten different characters at the same time yeah uh, when he got to the end of the movie and uh, the, uh, he had um, the lead character her face to face and he mm-hmm. switched just oh, watching yeah, him yeah, switch yeah, yeah. yeah was crazy. Um, and again, like you said, the fact that these uh, movies are not nominated for Oscars is just really cheating performances like that. Right. Um, I liked, uh, what was her name? Anya Taylor? Yes. Yeah. I liked her in this a lot more than I liked her in The Witch. Um, I thought she was better in this than she, although completely different movies and I hated The Witch. But I thought she was way better in this than she was in The Witch. I think she had more to do in this one. I think there was more range of character yeah. uh, for this one. And there was no shortage of, again, <clears throat> talent because the two girls that you didn't mention were fantastic in the movie right. and, and held it down pretty well um, pretty well as well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, He he was... I remember texting people when I got out of this movie. It was like, that dude's back with a major mm-hmm. vengeance. Um, anything that anybody said from Unbreakable to uh, to Split, forget it. Because he's, he's about to just ruin everybody um, at this point as far now, as what he, Well, I mean, it, it all depends on what's going to happen with the sequel. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely talk about that. I mean, said <laughs> spoilers are coming, my friends. Because well, I mean, but he's already announced the sequel. He did announce it, yeah. yeah. So there's not really, there, you're right, there's, there's not really a spoiler. There's no spoiler for that. Uh, and and to me, that almost allows me to accept what I didn't like about that, you know, that 2%. Yeah. Because if it's going to be in the same universe with Unbreakable, yeah, then it makes sense. I love that he's doing that. Yeah. I love that he's bringing together multiple universes to, right. to, uh, to make this next movie. Um, 
that because when we got to the end of split in the restaurant and that reveal came uh it was another one of those i've had very few of those but like it was another one of those like jump out of my seat and just be like holy shit there's nobody in the theater with no. me by the way when i saw split it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Now it, but it wasn't a twist like some of his others, it other wasn't movies. A twist. It wasn't a twist. Not it was at just all. like all of a sudden this is an introduction. Yeah. And uh, I, just, I smiled from ear to ear and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle it. I had to, uh, yeah, I was, I was going crazy in the theater by myself uh, with that reveal. Um, anybody that hasn't seen it, Drop it on him, Patrick. Uh, he, he, so Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable, Unbreakable, comes, sitting in a bar, and yeah. when the news thing breaks out about yeah. it, and uh, and yeah, he turns and there's his character. Yeah, and you you know something's gonna happen from that point on, and for for Shyamalan to come out and say you know to announce that there's a, a, a sequel, yeah, coming up with it was. I don't think he had to announce it because it was pretty much said at the end of the yeah. movie. Now, were you a fan of Unbreakable? I was not. You were not? No. So how do you feel then with him, since you like Split and wasn't a fan of I think Unbreakable? I, I think I was not a fan of Unbreakable because I was so wanting something like uh, Sixth Sense. Okay. Um, everybody was looking, and, and that's where... M. Night Shyamalan kind of painted himself into a corner. Yeah. Was that he knocked that movie out of the park. Yeah. And then everything after that was compared to that. And so I think that's probably where I was disappointed with it. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it since. Me neither. So maybe revisiting that movie, I may think differently about it. I think it's going to definitely... Take a revisit to Unbreakable just to transition into being able to watch Glass, exactly. which is his next movie coming out. Um, because I, I, yeah, it's been so long since I've visited that universe, and I know Split so well that it's yeah, you got to sit there and figure out how is he going to put this together. And he's already dropped little hints, like you know that Bruce Willis's character is now hunting down. <clears throat> James McAvoy's right. character. character. But where does Samuel Jackson's character fit into everything? Did he live through that movie? I believe he's set to come back. Yeah. Okay. He's it's James like I Mac- said, it's been yeah, it's, I, I watched it yeah. once, I barely remember it. James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, and Samuel Jackson will all be appearing in Glass. Okay. Uh which the title is was like that's a great title. Yeah. Um but yeah, I uh, said um, Split was, uh, so far, my favorite, I think, uh, my favorite of the year, of, of, of what I've seen. And I know there's a lot of films still set to come out this year, but Split has has taken it for me so far. Split is number two for me. Get Out is number one. Yeah, I... It sits on the fence. Uh, yeah. It really does. But again, I did see Split. In a theater that multiple, I paid for multiple, multiple times. times. Um, and Get Out, like, I felt like needed a second visit. Um, I feel like the first time around, you miss a lot. Uh, I feel like 
it's a film that if you went back and watched it a second time, there are things that you would not have seen the first time. Like around. things that you catch yourself going, how did I not see that? Exactly. Yeah. Because when it came around to the end and they kind of started putting the pieces together, right. everything was like, oh, no shit, duh. Yeah. But um, now going back and watching it a second time, kind of knowing how it goes, I think would be a whole different movie. Yeah. And I also think, you know, when, when we discuss that movie, I think yeah. it also warrants talking about the director because... Yeah. You know, the writer-director is a known for comedy. Yep. And, yep. and yes, there's comic moments in that movie, but it's not a funny movie. Not at all. You know, so... It's a borderline uncomfortable to watch movie. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to to uh, reviewing that one with the, yeah. with the group. Yeah. Um, jumping back to to Split. Yeah. Um, I, I, I cannot say enough about McAvoy's performance. Yeah, uh, I've always liked what he's done. Um, I've been a fan of his since I saw him in a adaptation of Macbeth. Okay, in which he played a uh, like a sous chef and works his way up to being a head chef. Okay, at, like it was just a really really cool take on uh, on Macbeth. And he just really, he was very young at that time. I'm sure he was in his very early 20s. Um, so he's always impressed me with what he's done. But this, by far, I think puts him in the upper echelon of actors. Like Ed Norton level type stuff. When you've oh, seen, yeah, yeah. You know, when, oh, you've, yeah. Uh, when you've seen him with his uh, uh, American History X and all yeah. that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I can't remember the, what's the name of the the movie where he did do the split personality. Uh, Primal thing. Fear. Primal Fear. Yeah, uh, which was he, oh, so good. You know, so yeah. uh, so to me, it will be a huge shame if he is not nominated for best actor. Yeah, I said if because split. So they always kind. They always avoid nominating horror films mm -hmm. at the Oscars. They right. just avoid it like the plague. They won't do it. But except for, you know, Sixth Sense was nominated. But right. again, did it fall in that horror or that, that horror category? See, I don't think it did. It didn't I really. mean it was a thriller, but yeah. it was still a drama. Yeah. So Split, I feel like, could fall in that it same it category. Might, yeah. It's not really horror. Yeah. It's thriller. Um but again, it, they could go either way with with the nomination for him because they don't they can avoid that because of the genre it falls right. into, which sucks. I, James McAvoy, I didn't I don't think I really know him from anything. Um, I didn't see the X Men movies that he was in. Um, so Split, I think, was really the first dose of McAvoy that I ever got, um, and that was a good introduction for me. Um, as far as who he is as an actor. Um, yeah, uh, uh, watching special features on Split, because I, I bought it as soon as it came out. Um, you know, Shyamalan talks a lot about how he had to find... It, it came down to casting on this film. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, all the names that uh, came through his his desk and everything and, and who he could cast. 
and uh, it it was going to be it was going to make or break this film casting that part. Right. Um, there's a lot of great actors who could have played one of these characters. There's not many actors that could have played 24. And, uh, and like I said, he gives each one of them screen time and fair time. And he said he, that he sat there and he gave each character, you know, their own, you know, basically their own bio. You know, this is who this person is. This is their tick. He, when he, when he talked about playing the character of, uh, the child. Right. Um, when he first went towards that character, he talked about there, he was playing him more as a slow adult and not as a young a kid. So they had to go back to the drawing board on that character because he's like, I don't know how to play this as like, what do I give this kid? Like, how do I play it? And then the, that's when the lisp came around mm. And he's like, all of a sudden, he gave this character this lisp, and he all of a sudden he could do it. Right. Um, and he did that with every character he played in in that movie. Right. I just it's a, it's a different role from what he's played before because yeah. he, he normally plays straight characters. Yeah. Good characters, but straight. I mean, this is the like one of the first ones where it's just like, which I felt really, really pushed his boundaries yeah on it um uh going back and looking at some of the other things he's done uh the one i could probably say you can avoid is uh is uh the victor frankenstein he was in that yeah Yeah. with uh with daniel radcliffe Radcliffe. yeah i didn't didn't even yeah i actually i actually uh was thinking about that movie today i walk by it at my job all the time i see it I'm going. Ah, should I should I pick that up because yeah. it looks kind of interesting. It's but interesting, but about three quarters of the way through, it just not good. Yeah, yeah. You realize at that point you're going. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll be curious to see where. Uh, again, we talk about McAvoy a lot. Anya Taylor really carried this movie. I'll, her, her on her own yep. as well. Um, she's got, she's got. A definite even after the witch she you knew she was going to her roles were coming for her um you just gotta you had to think of you know what was coming next to her uh split was perfect and if she continues to play like those characters and fit into those like roles she's gonna i think knock out some pretty some pretty kick-ass films well herself. she's already set for let's see after split one two three four five six movies she's yeah. gonna and she's gonna be in glass oh is she set for glass yes that'll be interesting she is set for glass she's set for hmm. x-men the that's new, too bad the new mutants that's too bad well, i wonder if mcavoy is going to be in that one too he's not playing professor x anymore isn't he he already he said he, he said he wasn't going to do it anymore all right uh, Marrowbone, haven't heard of that one. The Sea Change, Thoroughbred, and The Miniaturist, which is, mm. which is a TV series, so I guess that's just a, looks like a uh, guest spot. Gotcha. But yeah, she's good. Yeah. She's got a future ahead of her. Yeah, she's not gonna, 
she's not going to uh, fall out of any roles here anytime right. soon. So, uh, again, and, and I'm going to go back to this again, and I know I mentioned this a lot, and it's a broken fucking record, and I'm going to say it again, though. <laughs> Small, minimal characters, basically one location. There's three locations, but there's basically one main location for this film. Right. And I just, again, I can't stress it enough for just the way I feel. It's just the way to go about making these small indie films because I don't think he even made Split for that much. I don't even think he had that much money to make Split. I know they made a lot of money, but yeah. I don't think they even put that much money into it. Yeah. Because it was basically the zoo, the... Her office. Her office. And the train station. And the train station. That yeah. was it. I mean, there was the place where they had the party, but that was such a small oh, part yeah, of the, the movie. Oh, yeah, the beginning of the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the parking lot outside of it where yeah. they get abducted. Yeah. But everything, I mean, 80% of the movies in the, that in, zoo. At the zoo. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, again, that's just, uh, I always push on, on just how easy that that shoot not how easy the shoot was but like just how minimal and simple he keeps right. everything right so yeah big fan of split i urge everybody who has not seen it to see it <laughs> even though we probably ruined it you know for you yeah i I don't know that it ruins it for him because no. the, the the amazement of the movie is the performances yeah yeah. More than any twist or any, because there is no twist. There's no, no none giving all. away really anything on it. Um, it is just outstanding performances at, by everybody. Out of 10, Patrick. You know, it's, I'm going to say 9.5. Yeah. It's up there really yeah. high for me. I, I'm going to agree with that as well. It uh, said it took, like you said, it took movie of the year for me so far. So, favorite what I've seen. So, yeah. I, I can't give it as high a score as I'm going to give. Get out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a solid nine, 9.5. Yeah. And Get Out comes out uh, Tuesday. Does it? The 23rd. Awesome. So uh, if you have not seen Get Out, we will talk about that on a future podcast. Go check that movie out as well, because uh, not only is it awesome, but when we talk about it, you'll know what we're talking about. So um, yeah, you want to do plugs right quickly? Uh, plugs. Website is Midnight Fright Film. No, just Midnight Fright.com. God, it's been forever since it's Midnight Fright Films.com. Is it Midnight from It is Midnight oh Fright my Films. Lord, it's been forever com. since we plugged anything. We've just have not been in the uh the realm of of, of the, casting. The casting and the the film. Midnight so. Fright yeah. That's the one. There we go. We've got some pictures posted there. We've got some videos posted there. We've yeah. got our podcasts posted there if you haven't run across them on the website. Yeah. And are visiting us through iTunes or Google Play. YouTube is uh, are, are it'll direct you direct you directly to. A, <laughs> wow, the talking is awesome tonight. <laughs> it will direct you directly to. Wow. It will take you directly to the YouTube page as well, where all of our short films are posted. Yeah. So uh, we're also the Midnight Frightcast on Facebook. Midnight Fright Films on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, next uh, before we do the next podcast, we're gonna do our vocal warm ups. Vocal warm ups. We're gonna read some stuff yeah, beforehand. Um, wow. And the the uh, did you have any other plugs, Patrick? Before I, 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 I dropped the last one, 
just <laughs> no, no, okay. I don't. Um, so uh, right about now is the time we start talking about the Pray Lights Film Festival yes. as well. So uh, do not uh, forget to check out uh, the Pray Lights Film Festival. It's coming up here October twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. Patrick, I believe, is going to check those dates, but I believe I'm correct on those twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth of October. It takes place in Grand Island, Nebraska at the historic Grand Theater. Um, tickets are $10. I believe there's a ver- those are available now for pre-order. Yep. It's going to get you tickets for the whole weekend, every screening, free popcorn, free soda. It's going to get you into the after parties, all the discounts at the local restaurants. It is a fantastic time. Come out and hang out with the filmmakers. Look at all the uh, Nebraska filmmakers' work that they've uh, you know put all their time into. Uh, we have Ghost Hunters playing out there this year as part of the Flatwater Terror Project. Patrick directed that one. It is just an overall fantastic, cheap weekend. You don't have to come out there for the whole weekend either. You can buy individual tickets, $5 a day. Gets you into every movie for that day. Um, I say spend the extra five bucks and hang out for the weekend even if you don't hang out for the whole weekend it's still going to get you those vouchers for the free pop and popcorn yep. and that's worth the five bucks alone well and that extra five bucks goes to helping yes keep prairie lights going yeah all the funds go directly actually to uh the, the theater. grand theater um those volunteers out there work their asses off the whole weekend right and uh they just put on a fantastic film festival. Matt, you know, Matt Kaiser has been doing it. This will be his fifth year. I believe this is his I'm going out year. This and is then, his transition And then Pub Joy is Pope going Joy's to over take that. over and he's going to do an awesome job. So, yeah, um, check out Prairie Lights Film Festival. They're on Facebook as well. Yep. They've announced a ton of awesome films so far already. Yeah, visit uh, uh, prairielightsfilmfest.com. Yeah is their website. It is indeed October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Fuck, I blew that. Yep, Damn you're it. off by one day. It is 20th, 21st, and 22nd of October in Grand Island, Nebraska. Check out their website. Once again, prairielightsfilmfest.com. And I just wanted to add that Tom and I, as part of Crooked Codpiece, working with Dream Awake, which is this whole thing with yes. Midnight Fright Films, we are submitting a comedy piece uh, this year, there are two other focuses. Uh, this year, it's science fiction Sci-fi and, comedy. and comedy. Yep. And uh, Tom and I, with our group uh, Crooked Codpiece, we are submitting a uh, a uh, film short called "The Contest," starring Tom and uh, Sally Vandenberg. Very nice. Yeah. News. That is news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, yeah. Uh, You'll be hearing a lot about the the Prairie Lights Film Festival over the next few months because we will drop it on here every, every single time. time we cast. So, um, yeah. Is that everything? I think that's it. I think we can wrap up the uh, the Midnight Fright. Uh, the Midnight Fright <laughs> cast. Please, God, uh, send help. The talking <laughs> is crazy. Uh, for the Midnight Fright cast, I'm Josh. I'm Patrick. And we'll see you later. All right.